Hey guys, welcome back. Another edition of the Detour Podcast. Thanks for joining us and thanks for the feedback. Uh, I got a message from V Drexel and he said, mate, can you please turn the audio level down on your intro music? I listen to this podcast when I'm riding and I've almost crashed numerous times because it just <laughs> blasts through my ears. So I've dropped it down. It's a lot softer, lead and iffy. But uh, what a stage of the Tour de France. Uh, it was a build-up, the last big showdown, the mountains in the Pyrenees. And, you know, chapeau to Yombo Visma, uh, Welp Van Art, the human motorbike, and uh, Jonas Vinegar. Uh, it was just a dominant display, and, it, and it's clear, you know, they deserve to win. Well, it was everything we pumped up to be and a little bit extra. Um, I'm still flabbergasted with uh, Wout Van Aert. I can't believe he did that uh, to that degree. And, you know, I said yesterday on the on our potty, I did say that that uh, I thought Vingegaard would win and I, the potty, the, the Podgegaard would, you know, do everything he could and then and blow himself up doing it, which is exactly how it happened. And I didn't think that Wout could actually – I actually said he could win the Tour de France if he changed a few things, have to lose a bit of weight. Well. I take that back. He could bloody win it right now, as he is. I think you know, he's oh. amazing, amazing. It's it's you you struggle to find the words because what he's doing is just you, you haven't seen it since you know Eddie Merckx back in the day. Well, but Eddie wasn't carrying quite. You know, well, it wasn't he was? It was a different world. I haven't seen it since anybody. There's been no one. He's the best biker I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah, and there was there's a lot to unpack, but you know, obviously, we knew that Pagacha was going to take risks. Uh, he took some risk in the descent. It looked like uh, Vinegard was going to bin it at one point when his bike wobbled and almost went over the hangers, and then it was uh, Pagacha's turn for a bit of bad luck on the oh, descent, mate. and so and then the, the the sportsmanship, you know, when he sat up, waited for him, they held hands, gave each other the thumbs up. What sorry. great ambassadors for the nah, sport as well. Nah, 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 sorry. It's going too far. What? Seriously, that. that Why? Is. Because, you know what? I don't they're racing. To... They're racing. The fist pumps at the end are nice, whatever. But that, <laughs> it's just a bit too far for me. I had a call. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're just angry. No, I had a call before from my mate Clyde Sefton, you know, who, 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 who we, we had we were great uh, uh, rivals and whatever. And he and he, I said, yeah, you can imagine Dumps and I doing that. He said, well, you did. He yeah, said, you did. You did <laughs> fist pumps in the stage with a lot more velocity. Yeah, that landed on heads. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, you're part of the old school guard. The new guys have got. They race different. They're more respectful. I know. That's all my. It's all look. I've, it's been okay, but that one after you know, Pogac has been flat out trying to bin him. He's been trying to go so yeah. hard that he actually fell off and you know whatever, and then Pope falls off. So he, he. I didn't mind the waiting because actually that was smart. Uh, he had uh, Van up the road. He knows that Pope would have caught him down there anyway. So that was smart. But the the, the, the the fish puppy, no, sorry. Okay. Not in the middle of the stage, no. Free Ranger, he says, the class, Vingegaard waiting for Poggy. He's a true and worthy champion. Uh, Carolyn Harbeck says, last night's stage, my heart was torn. Jonas or Poggy for the win. And then there was Wout, far out, Brussels sprout. That's great. And sportsmanship, <laughs> wow. 
And Ian Thomas, Tomo, says spectacular stage. The Pog did as much as he could, but JV was too good. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Yeah, no, no, fantastic. And look, an amazing day, one that will never be forgotten, one of the great stages of a great tour. I saw a, a tweet from uh, Stewie before saying it's the best Tour de France that he's seen type of thing, uh, worse mm. that effect. Uh, and I agree, it's just been amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, they've, they've done such a good job. Uh, particularly Pogaccio because, you know, you go back through the history books, when you lose the amount of time he did, uh, you know, a week and a half ago, uh, it's a mental game as well. And some riders can literally lose more time because they're so cooked, whereas he was just attacking every day. You didn't know what was going to happen. And from a spectator's point of view, how good is it to watch, particularly in the early parts of a stage when normally it's a procession, they ride together, let the break go. Cut. There was none of that. So... Now, I did see uh, a, a little uh, part where the um, French president was in the car, in, in the uh, number one car with uh, Prudhomme. There he is. Yeah, great shot. And at the finish when he was uh, uh, saying his thank yous, he mentioned a kangaroo. Yeah, because um, it was in Bridie's backpack. Ah, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I was hoping he was going to be at the start, and I I would have loved to have interviewed him and said, "Listen, mate, um, sorry about the whole submarine thing, but here's a badge. It's got Australian France flag. Can we bury the hatchet?" <laughs> but it was smart that they didn't allow us. I heard you say something about the, the the kangaroo in the backpack, so that's what it was. That's it, Friday O'Donnell. So there you go. All right, we've got plenty to get through. We did a stack of interviews pre-start, as always. Uh, we've got more of the hitters. We've got some man love with Poggy. Uh, but here's the first batch of interviews from the start of Stage 18. Andy the Oracle, everything you said yesterday came true. What is it? Did you used to ride bikes back in the day or something? I just think I have uh, a lot of experience you know, in the race, but then also behind the scenes and to see the different perspectives. But there's a lot of luck as well, no? Uh, what can happen? What can happen? Yeah. can happen? We don't know yet. Uh, you know, so. mate. you got a gift. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think I was lucky with this prediction yesterday, but it actually came uh, yeah, down to a showdown for the GC guys. I do think today might be a different story. I believe in a breakaway today. We have a long climb or bisque uh, before 60 kilometers, so even it's a large chance for breakaway to go. Uh, tomorrow will be sprint and time trend. I mean, Paris, so uh, it will go, and I don't see any interest of the guys uh, defending it. And if you go back behind position nine in the GC, it's already nine minutes. So these guys can go. These guys are strong. These are the Fugelsangs, uh, but he's not there anymore, sorry. Uh, the Jungers. Uh, uh, these guys and, and I think it will be up to them today to yeah, move uh, move out to the front and, and fight for, for stage victory. And then behind, of course, the showdown will be quite similar than, uh, than yesterday, even though I believe uh, Jonas is today stronger than uh, today, especially on a hard long climb like Kotakam. Uh, if he wants, I think he can maybe take some time more for the time trial, if needed. Were you, so, were you surprised at how strong the UAE team were, given that there was only four guys? Yes. Yeah, I didn't expect uh, to see them yesterday like that, especially you lose Micah, you lose, uh, and then you, you, you have this guy, he 
where's he coming from? We knew that he could be up there, but he obviously required uh, two weeks, you know, or two and a half weeks, you know, to pick his shape. And then, but when you're in a position like that, and you know, you you write for your team leader. I mean, I seen Jens Vogt was not a climb by dropping uh, Valverde into Malé. He did it huh? because he. You have some guys who just can, you know, go go over them themselves, and, and I think that's what we saw yesterday. Anyhow, uh, today is a new stage, and uh, I'm. He went deep yesterday, so I'm not sure if he can manage again today. But uh, the predictions are, I think today, uh, breakaway, strong breakaway. It will take long, uh, and it's not done in Obisk. I think they will keep on going there, and then uh, two races, uh, stage changes. So let's be honest, it's it's looking slim that Pugaccia can make the time up to win the tour. But how much time would he need to make going into the time trial for you to go? Oh, hang on, it's touch and go. I think he needs to take back 120. If he goes in with one minute, he still haven't won there eh? because uh, Vinega is not the specialist like like, like Pogaccia, but he can tantra as well. Eh? So, uh, 40 kilometers, uh, you can count half a, a good one to bad one, half a second per kilometer. That makes something two minutes 20, uh, but he won't lose it. And Oracle, who's going to win the stage today? Yeah. Uh, I predict Bob Jungers. Yeah? Yeah. All right. At least I know that he wants to win it, so that's <laughs> one thing. <laughs> well, mate, you're on fire this race, so I would not be surprised if you get the chocolates. Let's see what happens tonight. Chris Hamilton, uh, a good day for Roman Bardet and a great ride again by yourself. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, it was a really good day for the team. I mean, uh, yeah, it was more or less our plan from, uh, from the beginning to... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was always going to be a long shot to have all three of us in the break, but yeah, in the end it worked out, and Roman, with Andreas and I making the early one, and Roman bridged across, so it was a pretty cool day. Well, I heard the timing was great for the SBS telecast. Your pre-race interview went to air, and then bang, you attacked. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, perfect. So, and I also hear that your dad's over with the Moo Moo Cycling guys, and when you did attack, they had to remind him that it was you. <laughs> he goes, are you sure that's Chris? <laughs> It must be great having your family over here as well. Oh man, it's super. No, I I, uh, I actually haven't been able to see him yet because uh, uh, the day that he was waiting at the bus for me two days ago or something like that, I got called straight to anti-doping. So then, yeah, and it took me ages and, and I missed him. And uh, well, they had to leave just this morning before we got here. But yeah, I mean, it's it's actually it's super motivating knowing that he's uh, that he's here on the side of the road. And obviously, stage 18, it's the toughest 80-kilometre block of the race so far. You know, what are you expecting today? More chaos. I think there's, yeah, it'll be a bit the same as yesterday. There'll just be, there'll just be blokes everywhere, you know. It'll, yeah. <laughs> just, Carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be nice to watch. Well, all the best, mate. You're having a great tour so far, and, and good luck. Thank you. Caleb Ewan, Wilson Phillips had a good song before you were born called Hold On For One More Day. Is that the theme today, mate? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I actually felt really good yesterday, so that was a, a, I, I guess that's good signs. I only took 17 stages to start feeling good, but um, yeah, obviously I'm hoping for another good day today and then, uh, yeah, sprint tomorrow. Does it help that there's almost 60 kilometers of sort of flatter terrain before you hit the mountains today? Yeah, I mean, it can work in uh, both ways. You know, if the breakaway goes super early and the bunch just sits up, and the breakaway starts the first time with you know 10 minutes or something then uh, then obviously it's not so good for the time limit but 
if it's like yesterday where the brake didn't go before the climb and it was super fast and that means that the time limits um, are like more of a percentage and uh, and then yeah we're still in the bunch at the bottom of the climb so every time you, you can lose from there is uh, yeah I mean it's not so much and uh, did you see any of the stories of your fellow sprinter uh, Fabio Jakobsen who just walked past how tight it was with the time limit yeah I mean uh, yeah chapeau to him to, to, to make it in there and um, yeah I think maybe he, he had a bad day and I mean it can happen to all of all of us sprinters you know if we have a bad day on a on a stage like yesterday or today then uh, yeah it's always going to be super close so um, yeah it's good that he made it and then uh, yeah I mean it's going to be another fight today as well and how crucial has it been having most well your whole team around you to get through these tough stages yeah I mean there's been definitely a few times where if they didn't wait for me and I'd definitely be out of time limit um, but uh, yeah I mean if I'm climbing like yesterday and I can get myself into a good group then you know the whole team doesn't have to, to wait for me but um, yeah I hope today that I'm climbing good again I can get myself into a good enough group big group and um, and then the teammates can just do whatever they, whatever they need to do great to hear you feeling good Caleb good luck today cheers Jonesy see ya Hugo, uh, we should have given you this kangaroo yesterday. You won the Ride of the Day Award from SBS Sport, viewers in Australia. Mate, what scenes on stage 16? Yeah, it was a crazy day. Uh, a lot of emotion for me, it means a lot. Uh, yeah, when I, when I uh, get away there with 40k to go, was to put a table for Michael Woods and uh, I stays away and to cross that line alone, uh, looking at the sky for my brother was, to me, was insane. It's, it's one of the most amazing stories of the tour so far, I think. Uh, and as you said, the emotions at the finish. And what does this win mean for Canada? I realize now that there's a lot of uh, press in Canada. Of course, it's a historic win. I think it's 34 years since Steve Bauer, who uh, was the only Canadian who won a stage in the Tour de France. And uh, he was actually in the car behind me on the radio. Uh, I worked with him for the past few years. And uh, yeah, I hope it brings some momentum to Canadian cycling. Uh, inspired kid at home that it's possible. Canada is a bit like Australia. We have to, to be in Europe, so we we have to do a lot of sacrifice away from the family, uh, long months of winter in Europe, whatever. Uh, it's a reality we have to face, and uh, sometimes a lot of kids are not willing to do it, but uh, with days like yesterday, it's uh, it pay off all this uh, hard work and uh, years of dedication. Surely they have a big celebration for you when you go back to Canada. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, probably. I don't know yet. Uh, I will be there for Montreal Quebec races. I don't oh, know nice. if I can get there before, but I think it's going to be quite crazy. Uh, it was already special before. Uh, I can't wait to see now. And uh, yeah, I, I've received a lot of message of lows. This morning I had like a picture of a publicity board on the highway, insane huge with my face of winning, and uh, people are really, really proud and happy. So uh, I'm happy that I could make people leave those emotions, but at the end I did this for me and my brother. It was uh, my personal thing that uh, I was fighting out for, for you, a long time. You deserve all the success, mate. As we said, it was a beautiful victory for you and your family, and uh, congratulations, mate. And Everyone in Australia will, will wrap the seat as well. Thank you. Then uh, the kangaroo will be in the front of the bus uh, beside the combative. Uh... Yeah, you're a legend, mate. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, great interview. I love that. Just yeah, sensational. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is it, it?
<laughs> yeah, I was thinking of, I had that song in my head. Hold on for one more day. And anyway, I thought, oh, that's a good analogy for Caleb. Why it popped in there? Hey, let, let's take a quick drinks break. We've got plenty more pre-start interviews and we've got the post-race interviews as well. So plenty more to come on the detour. Stay tuned. Look at this bike. You think it's just a bike, right? But it's not. <clears throat> it's a bike. 374 people are looking at this guy, this girl, them, all looking at it. People from here, there, and wherever this is. People that are looking for a bike. Or just a piece of it. Amateurs, semi-amateurs, and pro-amateurs. This guy wants this bike, but with this crank and these bars. This could be the perfect match, but not this one. This girl has a bike to sell, and thousands of people might purchase it. Eyes on Bikes help grow small businesses. His, hers, yours, and the latest data and insights help those businesses keep moving. We are the world's number one bike marketplace, with over 500,000 products and 900 brands, where buyers and sellers are brought together in a place where a bike is never just a bike. Bike Exchange, where the world buys, sells, learns, and rides. Oh, as we always say, thanks again to Bike Exchange. Without their support, we wouldn't be able to do the show. And if you want to support the show, support Bike Exchange. Go to bikeexchange.com.au if you, if you need road bike, mountain bike, and they've got a sale on e-bikes, anything related to bikes, there's no excuses. You know where to go. Exactly. You just tip in bikeexchange.com and you'll get – I don't think it's AU. I think it's just bike.com, isn't it? But anyway, um, and anywhere in the world, and you will um, – I think both work. Do they? Okay, good. Yeah. And you get the, uh, the the best bike nearest to you, best value, and you know, as I, you mentioned, their, their deal at the moment on uh, e-bikes is amazing. Yep. So if you want to beat all those Strava records, <laughs> get on. <laughs> all right, here's uh, part two of the interviews pre-start. I think this is a bit more of a GC focus, so enjoy. Matt White, uh, great ride from Nick Schultz yesterday, uh, boxing on with the best climbers in the peloton. Must have given him a lot of confidence. Oh, 100%, Jonesy. Look, I don't think it's actually too much of a surprise for us. For the people who remember last year's Giro, before he crashed out of the Giro there a couple of days ago, he was... Uh, Really, really crucial support for Simon Yates in the high mountains in the Giro. He's had a he's had a tough year this year with COVID, getting over a couple of injuries, but uh, he's certainly in the groove now and uh, finishing off the tour in an incredible way. And I'm sure he's going to exit the tour and have a really, really strong back end of the season. So, what would be your sort of longer term plans with uh, Nick in terms of you know races moving forward? Well, his next race his next race is San Sebastian next weekend. He'll go in there as, uh, well, we've got three, a three-pronged attack there with, with Simon Yates, Michael Matthews and, and, and Nick the weekend after this race. Then he's going to lead the team in Arctic race, which is a couple of weeks later, which is a two-pro series race up in uh, the North Pole up there. And then, uh, he'll, then he'll have a little bit of a spell and come back in for the uh, Canadian World Tour races. And if he gets selected to ride for Australia, he'll be, uh, I think, a pretty valuable member of that team uh, for the home worlds. And today's stage, uh, obviously tomorrow suits you guys a lot better. Will it be just hiding out again today? Yeah, for the big boys, they just got to get through the time cut. And uh, you know, ideally, we, we can put either put Nicky in the break. Yesterday we tried, but so did uh, 23 other teams, and everyone arrived together. 50, 51 kilometres an hour, first hour of racing, and the whole bunch arrived at the bottom of the cold Aspen together. 
So today it's a pretty hectic first 10k. A little bit more time before the first climb of the day, but uh, the goal for our sprint group is just to get through unscathed. It's going to be another hot day today, and so looking after each other in the Gruppetto and just riding as hard as they have to. We know what the time cut's going to be, and uh, just riding as, as hard as they have to because we've got a big chance tomorrow, and then a big chance, obviously, on the Champs-Élysées on Sunday. Now, we've called Andy Schleck the oracle of the tour. He was spot on with his predictions yesterday. I'd put you in the same basket. What do you think is going to happen on the GC today? GC? Oh, same as yesterday. <laughs> same as yesterday. I think uh, is going to try to put Vinigard under the pump. As we saw yesterday, he, uh, the, yellow, the yellow jersey had him covered. Uh, they're clearly the best two, strong, best two climbers here. And besides uh, the Podgers, one day where he exploded, they haven't been, they haven't left each other's side for for, not, for 18 days. So I don't expect any different today. And the big game changer there is both those teams are so heavily depleted that uh, I'll be the interesting thing is, are one of those two teams going to take it up to win the stage today? And the other interesting fact is, there's a hell of a lot of teams who haven't won a stage. And unless you're a world-class sprinter or you're a world-class time trialer, today's the last roll of the dice. So it's going to be a pretty full-on uh, period until that break or that composition is formed that teams want. Well, good luck today. Get through safe and uh, big day tomorrow. Yeah, cheers, Jonesy. Well, Bernard, uh, solid ride yesterday. Uh, was the plan of attack, once you've done your job, to prepare yourself for today's stage? Uh, my plan is always to go as easy as possible once I'm drunk because... There's no clue to help anymore uh, going fast. And uh, especially if you know a day like today is coming, I think it's the best thing you can do. Did, were you surprised at the form of Mikel and uh, Brandon yesterday and how strong they were riding uh, on the front there? Uh, well, no, because I think especially McNulty is a super strong rider and also Bjerge uh, last year showed he's super strong. But uh, what, what definitely impresses us is they can control the race with only... Uh, two guys actually so that that was uh, impressive and uh, yeah you can say in the end they really deserve the stage victory now you're always super motivated but today you must have that special feeling in terms of the the group on the bus psyching yourselves up for, for today's stage exactly that's why I put the green skin suit on that's it mate well good luck thanks for stopping by Jonas big day in front of you the last big battle I would say before the final time Charles uh, Staying concentrated, going out there for another big fight. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, the last uh, mountain stage, so uh, we'll just have to keep fighting and do our best. How do you think it's going to unfold? Where do you think today and his remaining three teammates could try something? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a hard day. There's lots of climbs, so uh, I think yeah, there's a lot of opportunities for him and. Uh, yeah, for sure he will try and uh, we just have to try to follow. Could there come in place there's also some sky technique from the past that you let him go and your team just controls it to the final climb? No, I think I'll be uh, jumping on his wheel every time. How are you feeling? Uh, Alright, considering. You know, uh, it's been a solid race, that's for sure. But uh, for yesterday was tough, but managed to not go completely into the red that I blacked out, so uh, yeah, we'll see. How's your friendship going with Roman It's a bit frosty, but uh, yeah, that, that is what it is as well, isn't it? 
Will you have like some alliances today? I mean, everybody's expecting the big battle between Jonas and Tadej. How is, could it look behind there? You keep pacing yourself? Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because, you know, you go long and you have someone like McNulty behind riding as quick as he did or somebody else. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's tough, you know. It's, you've you got to have the legs to really do it, you know. I'm not one for just attacking just for TV, just to, you know, make people happy and then lose minutes, you know, so. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Garen, how, how does this Tour de France rate compared to other editions in terms of how hard and intense it's been? Uh, just the course has been tougher because we've had two full bunch sprints and that wasn't even in France, it was in Denmark, so. Um, that's made a difference. And then also just the way racing is these days as well, it's uh, a lot more aggressive. Um, you know, racing starting further out. Like, it's not often you see, like yesterday, three guys going over the top of the penultimate climb, and then like another two, and then another two, and then maybe four. You know, it's just bonkers, really. But um, that's just the way it is. Um, I think everyone's tired as well, so that obviously adds to that. But uh, yeah, it's been tough racing, that's for sure. You must shake your head at times and go, "Geez, these young kids—they just don't <laughs> follow any of the old old system." Yeah, yeah, it's it's just. Uh, it's aggressive, everyone's talented, everyone's training much better, you know, fuel, nutrition, preparation, everyone's doing everything better. So that makes the racing better and harder. More exciting to watch, maybe. Uh, I'll find out in a few years about that anyway, won't I? Yeah, good luck today, mate. Cheers. Congrats for yesterday again, but today, will it come to the point today where you sacrifice a podium place and you just say, I go all in, I want this yellow one, or you start judging? I think, yeah, I think today is the, that kind of day that I need to go all in. Uh, yesterday I didn't feel like, like it. Uh, I, uh, I was happy with the stage win and uh, I was hoping to, yeah, for the to make some seconds in the final but I saw it's not possible but uh, yeah I think today is all in losing podium or something second place would you sacrifice the second place in GC because you blow up at some point I think today yeah it, if it's full gas on the last three climbs yeah uh, even if I blow up I try to make it to the, to the finish as fast as possible and uh, yeah, I blew up before this tour, so yeah, I know how it is, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I shouldn't be scared to, to try all in. Thank you. Hey, Poggy, congratulations on the stage win, mate. Uh, we knew you'd box on, but how impressed were you with your teammates, Mikel yeah. and uh, Brandon, in the final there? Yeah, they were really brilliant. Uh, all. We have such a small team now, but we we believe in each other, and uh, yeah, uh, I would wish that we would be all here all eight. Then uh, we we could really yeah show how strong we are. But uh, even yesterday, I think uh, with with four, we were incredible, especially Brandon and Mikel, uh, and yeah, it was. Uh, Amazing day. Now, I have an award to give to Brandon. It's a kangaroo ride of the day. If you can give that to him, uh, we'd really yeah. appreciate it, mate. Yeah, I give him. I give Thank him. you, man. Good on you, brother. <laughs> Good luck today. Thank you. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't get to Brandon because he'd already gone through. So I thought, why not just get Poggy to do it? Oh, uh, I love it. Only <laughs> you could do that, Daniel. Maybe me, but uh, especially uh, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's good. <laughs> good mix hey, of Poggy, uh, in Hey, Poggy. I love it. 
Well, no one else calls him Poggy. And I saw George called him Poggy. I thought, oh, well, why not? It'd be the equivalent if I was a writer saying, hey, Jonesy. Yeah. It's a term of endearing. There was a Jonesy today. Caleb say thanks, Jonesy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right, we've got a heap of live comments we've got to get through. Uh, Jason Cruz from the Maldives says, what a great tour. Peter Williams says, we need to remember that after Vingegaard nearly crashed and then Pog did crash, they called it a truce on a descent, which made sense. Uh, Free Ranger says, Wolf Van Aert thinks a piano stage is two musical instruments on a podium. Uh, Chris Spargo says, would Pog having more team members change anything today? Or yes, those stage, iffy. No. No, no, Vinegar has definitely uh, finished this with a little bit more in the tank. Now, I know he spent a lot more yesterday trying to get rid of him, but that was never going to happen. But no, uh, this has been an interesting, uh, very interesting bike race. Uh, and we've seen, you know, the, the, the absolute rise of, of Vinegar. And we've found that Pog is human, but, you know, nothing's really changed. As a matter of fact, I, I, I probably uh, admire him even more now. We've seen he can crack me as a go. He didn't change oh, yeah. the way he rode. He, he's, you know, still the best tour rider in the world at the moment. Uh, if they started the tour next week, I'd pick him to win. So, um, you know, it, it's been a wonderful bike race. Wendy Superfan. Hi, guys. Jonas and Poggy showed everyone what sportsmanship is all about. They are a joy to watch. So she disagrees with you, John. Thought it was fantastic. Oh, no, it, was wonderful. it was wonderful sportsmanship. Nah, you made your point. You didn't like it. Own it. <laughs> um, James <laughs> says... Holding hands, holding hands and descending up. You're trying to knock each other off. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> James says, I've loved your work, gents. Looking forward to the Vuelta. I think Pog Dog missed an opportunity to use that handshake to hand sling Vinegard into the boonies and attack again. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, That's what Dumps would have done with me, I can tell you. <laughs> Wendy Suvent says, I hope Jonas and Poggy come out of the worlds. That would be a good battle because this rivalry, it's setting up the next decade if you. Oh, look, I think they'll be at the Worlds. I can't imagine uh, the Pogner being here. He can win on this. Although, I don't know how anyone's going to beat uh, Wout. But uh, anyway, that's another story. Maureen says, why so many fines for nature breaks? Not seeing too many portaloos on the routes. What's been happening there? It's, it's where you do them, you know. You, 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 there's crowds in that there. Uh, and you and you're just rolling along with the old fella out. It's not <laughs> too well liked. <laughs> Jeez, you're so articulate, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Free Ranger said yesterday you were talking about dangerous moto. Sadly, it came true, and Bauer paid the price. Now that was a big incident. Two uh, motorbikes were kicked off the race uh, straight away. Uh, obviously, yeah, Jack Bauer had the run in. I thought I had a photo of it. Yeah, here we go. Uh, we he ran up the back of the UAE car, and there was just no room to get through with the press motorbikes, and there was a crash in front of him as well. Um, we've yeah. talked about it for a while. I mean, there are there feels like there are too many cars and motorbikes, but it is the Tour de France. But you know, just not having that awareness, like you know, you've got to have that feel. And that's why a lot of the people that drive in the race are former bike riders themselves because they know the flow of the race. It's this fluid sort of thing. And just yeah. that lack of awareness is dangerous. It was a combination of things because the UAE car had to slow because there was an incident happening right in front. There was a one of, one of the uh, DSM riders went down almost at the same time. And so that was happening in front. He had to slow, motorbike, 
split. Look, I feel for the motorbike too because he splits second. He's coming through. He's not doing anything wrong. And suddenly there's a bike rider flying up there. You missed that. It's all split second stuff. It was just a whole combination of really untimely uh, uh, situations. Yeah. Prasad says, hi, I've never seen yellow, white and green jersey finish one first, second and third on mountaintop finish. It's incredible. That was incredible. Good pickup. Good pickup. I didn't think of it in that way. But, uh, yes, a multicoloured finish, wasn't it? Fantastic. Mm. David Barrett says, thanks for New Zealand. Finally caught a live podcast. Congrats for an amazing series during the tour. Uh, great work, Dan. Look forward to the next social distance podcast. Uh, that should be an epic one, given uh, insights from George Bennett as well. Uh, Will Wizard says, I have to say, Jack Bauer was very lucky with that crash into the back of the car. Good to see ASO throw the second moto or the two motors immediately off the race. One was Belgium Sporza Channel. Not happy. Not happy, Jan. No. Very well. Uh, Philip Russell says, the podcast intro is, this is the winning ride of the Tour de France. Get your boots on as it is Cadell Evans makes history today. So that was what the wording was. There you go. There you, there you go. go. Yeah. And then, Tomo, there's a bit of bromance going on between you and the Pog, Jonesy, and Caroline goes, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris Peter says, when Poggy starts calling you Jonesy, we know you won. <laughs> oh, I see. He's, he's, the minute he spots you, he gets a smile on his face, uh, Jonesy. So uh, he doesn't mind you calling him Poggy. Obviously, yeah, that's he, it. He feels you're connected. So, whereas some people would uh, take offence being uh, getting ahead of your station, uh, so to speak. Well, I've always uh, done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, very true. Very station true. 19, Johnny. Uh, this is one for the sprinters. And I'll tell you one thing they won't be letting the break get to the line today. No, only two little cat fours, which uh, unfortunately uh, for our mate uh, Geska is not enough because uh, he's lost the – he was in tears after the finish uh, yesterday. He's lost the uh, the poker dot jersey to someone who wasn't even chasing it. So uh, Who did he lose it to? Thing. <laughs> the race leader, Vingega. Oh, right. Vingega's got it. At one stage, it looked like uh, he could have lost it uh, to the green jersey because if he had yeah. won the stage, he would have taken it by just a couple of points. But in the mm. end, uh, Vingega took it. He's like he's about 10 points up or something, so he can't lose it. So I felt for him. But nah, it'll be the sprinters tomorrow for sure. They've only got two two more opportunities. So this is one of them. And, um, yeah, I, I'll uh, – I, look, I'd love to see Dylan win it for, for, for Jerry, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, um, Caleb. Uh, Caleb to drag this one out. It'll be a great sprint. They'll all be there. Uh they're all knackered. <laughs> They're all struggling. Um, uh, Yark, Fabio Jakobsen as well. And, uh, uh, um, you know, there's four of them, I reckon, are going to be racing this one out. Five well, of them, it's, actually. It's, it's, it's a funny thing when they talk about form. Like Caleb Ewan said, I didn't feel like I had good form. Then he has a couple of really tough mountain stages, and now he feels like he's getting form. Um, is it one of those things as well that you can almost time it where you, you always want to be on the way up? during a tour, which is almost impossible if you come in red hot. Do you think that's going to play into Caleb's hands, given that he's feeling better and better, whereas a lot of the other guys would be going the other way? You know, look at... Yeah, um, exactly. No, no, that's true. I, I've, I watched his uh, body language when you've been interviewing him. And yesterday, the, the one you just showed, which was the start of yesterday's stage, was 
the best he'd been. He was, if you, you could see, he was lightened up. He was switched on, wasn't angry, you know. So that's the best. It was a pretty tough day, but look where he finished. It was fine. Dylan Gronovagan has been comfortably in that uh, second last little group. So he's looked good. Of course, Fabio really struggled uh, to get through the day before 15 seconds, but he was a bit more comfortable uh, in yesterday's tougher stage. They got a lot further down before uh, he got dropped, of course. That's just the way it was. Um, yeah, so look, I, I think it's going to be you know, with, with uh, uh, Philipson as well. He'll be the other one in the mix. So, mm. One of the four, and I'll go for Caleb. Mm. Free Ranger says Poggy needs a t shirt. Great rider, great bloke. We've got obviously the T's going on the social distance. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have to get that sorted. All right. Well, thanks again for all your support, guys. It's been fantastic. YouTube.com forward slash D to a podcast. Yes, Johnny. Just going to say, yeah, I'm. It, now we a little plug for the uh, for the for the women's tour. Uh, yep. It's going to be uh, amazing. I will talk more about it tomorrow as we lead into the, the preview uh, of because the, the, the final day on Sunday is the first of, of the men's. It's the first day of the of the women's Tour de France, Tour, tour de France La Femme, and uh, we've got eight Aussies uh, by the look of it lining up. Uh, and uh, we can I'll be able to get to the start tomorrow. of stage one for the Tour de France Femmes. So we'll, we'll get to the start and have a chat with uh, a couple of the big names. Yeah, well, we've got Spratty, Grace Brown, of course, Ruby Roseman, Gannon. Tiff uh, Cromwell. Alex, Alex Manley, Tiff Cromwell, Rachel Nolan, uh, Anya Lau, who's come over and joined the big time middle of the year, and Nicole Frayne, who won the Aussie Road title, but didn't look like she was racing with a with the Roxxon local team, and now she's mm. uh, stepped up. So, uh, yeah, great. Eight, eight Aussies, so we'll, uh, uh, we'll preview all that tomorrow. All right, awesome. Last comment from L31GHJ. Might need to rework your name there. Great show, lads. Perfect timing on a Friday as I crack into the beers. Well... <laughs> Enjoy your Friday, guys. Uh, we'll be back again with more detail tomorrow, 4 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, see you tomorrow, Ify. Who's your tip for the tomorrow. stage? Caleb? Caleb, yep, yep, yep. All right. Caleb or Dylan? We'll hedge the bets. See you tomorrow, guys. <laughs>